Hi there, I'm AR, and this is an unofficial log and an update, if you will, um, on the podcast, not the game, the Breath of the Wild, but the podcast itself. Um, I'm going to be talking about some stuff uh, going forward, so it's really, I just have, I just have some stuff to say, you know. So let's let's just deep dive, folks. First off, first off, I'd like to thank anyone and everyone that has listened up until this point. Um, I, I'm super grateful. Aaron and I are super happy with, um, you know, even if it's just a couple people listening. Um, I, I hope it's been entertaining so far. I'm having a lot of fun. I hope you guys are having, uh, I hope you folks are having about as much fun as I am with this. I'm sorry I suck at English, but uh, none can do. I'm, I'm always gonna struggle with the with the language. Just just saying, even if it's my first and only one. So I wanted to talk about some things going forward. So where where do we see the Lore Research Lab heading in the future? And um, just some general pointers on that, because I do want uh, to um, give anyone that's listening, however far you've gotten. I'm impressed if you've made it this far, honestly. Um, but if anyone is still listening, <laughs> I'd like to, 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 to update you um, all on uh, ideas that Aaron and I have in mind, as well as just the podcast, uh, you know, on the whole. So, um, going forward, I'm still going to be covering um, Le- The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, there are some very, very beefy theories and stuff that uh, Aaron and I have been researching, and we're still in the process of making notes and stuff and scripting and all that, all that technical stuff. We're still in the process of doing a lot of those things. So, unfortunately, um, I-, I can't say that things will be coming out at a at a steady pace. I'd I'd like for things to come out sooner, if anything, but I, I can't make any promises, unfortunately. And as the last episode has shown, uh, it's easy to get sidetracked and get really excited about things that we didn't realize could be possible or. It just random ideas, it just spur of the moment, right? So because it, I realize that we can't anticipate all of those things, I apologize if things seem a little bit unorganized. But I'll have you know that Leg- The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, we're still gonna be analyzing that for some time. So now now I wanna talk about a, a quick something here. I don't, I don't, does that make sense, a quick something? I need, a, I need to make like merch and say a quick something. On there that that that's an idea um but uh well after the legend of zelda breath of the wild what's gonna happen after that so uh i'm just kind of spitballing here what i imagine is what's gonna happen is that i'll get through the bulk of my theories with rn or just we'll see where that goes um then after that uh it may be the case that I will still have some ideas or theories because honestly there's still so much to be explained and probably by the time the sequel comes out, hopefully I'm still doing this by then, um, there's definitely going to be a lot more to talk about and who knows, I might stumble upon something playing the game and see something that I never learned before. There are still things in Breath of the Wild that despite the number of times I've played, there's still some things that I don't know too much about, so it'd be nice if I could explore those things and that content will come up later. I'm focusing on stuff that I have kind of already planned out and ideas I've already had in in mind um, with RN and that's what we're gonna focus on. And we might end it there. We might end on whatever has been pre-planned and stuff like that 
in terms of ideas and things I really wanted to talk about, things I wanted to talk about that, um, you know, gave way to this podcast coming into existence. Um, but a- after the, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, I will be covering other Nintendo game franchises. For example, I'm going to take a look at some specific games from the Mario franchise and things like that. Um, Fire Emblem, if you know about the those games, uh, the Fire Emblem franchise is a franchise built around tactical RPGs. Super fun. Some is lots of cool characters and storylines and lands that you can adventure through. Definitely going to have some fun stuff on that. And from there, I can't say too much else, but I do know that after The Legend of Zelda, it's not going to stop. Uh, the Lore Research Lab will continue in their efforts. Um, the researchers here, the 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 the. the the strongest duo on the face of the earth. Me and RN. We will RN and I will 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 be pursuing things. Who knows? Maybe other people will come in. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna have fun either way. I hope you guys will also have fun. Um, I just wanted to give you an update and also just say thank you. I'm having a lot of fun making this myself. Um, it's 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 a nice thing to do, obviously during these times. Um, so I'd like to thank you all again. Hope you're all being safe and. Just look forward to some more upcoming content. We're gonna try and get this stuff out as soon as possible. Thanks for bearing with us and I'll see you. Psych, guess what? I I was joking. I'm not ending it yet. I'd like to do a fun little thing um, uh, right before I conclude this really brief extra. So, I'd like to um, go through um, all the theories that I've, uh, um, uh, all the theories that have been posted to the Lore Research Lab. What what are, what are some of the findings? Let's let's go through. Let's do like a quick walk down memory lane. What have we learned? Well, the servants of the springs—they're not just Easter eggs to um, uh, previous deities mentioned in the franchise. Um, namely in Ocarina of Time, they're not just nods to those, um, uh, to that pantheon. They also seem to imply, um, uh, a direct kind of, what's, what's the best word for this? Omnipotent, uh, omnipotent lineage? There's probably a better word for that, I don't know. Um, then next, with the Zora race, well, we learned that there's an interesting theme of xenophobia that appears in the game, and considering the history of the Zora and the relationship to the crown, um, the game takes a decidedly sociological approach to how they tackle the Zora and how they almost reinvent the Zora in such a way that the franchise hadn't really seen before, making this Breath of the Wild an interesting iteration in terms of chronologizing the Zora. I can't speak. The Legend of Zelda and Mythology episode is by far one of my most fun um, episodes to record, probably one of my more theory heavies, where it's seen that Japanese mythology and other Asian influences broader mythology as well, seem to interact very closely with the core themes of our main trio of Link, Zelda, and Ganon, represented through the three um, cornerstones of this ancient relic known as the Triforce, uh, respectively representing power, courage, and wisdom, Ganon, Link, Zelda. And the interaction between Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild once again reappears. Um, then next was a more fun one, Music of the Wild. 
Breath of the Wild is a very immersive experience. I've used that word a lot because it's very true. When you go into this game, um, and there's a lot of music I did not talk about because I can't speak English to save my life. Um, though I can see how this is a direct contradiction of that. Um, the music of this game is so rich, it's so full of life, and I like—I love how some of the music is a nod to previous um, themes in the franchise. Uh, for example, the music that plays when you are in the area of Hyrule Castle, like you're at Hyrule Castle, like you're there. Um, uh, you th That is basically almost like a remix of the main theme of the entire franchise, um, uh, going back to the very, 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 very first game. And it sounds like a bit like a military march almost, or something to that effect, a march for sure. So soldiers mounting up for battle, it seems very momentous and full of a history of its own. So it's like you take an Easter egg and also make it interesting and reflective of the game that it appears in because that soldier march kind of motif is very applicable to this game and is a perfect segue into uh, the next um, discussion that I had, which was the guidebooks as archives, where we saw two battles that occurred and a look at the Sheikah in more detail between uh, in terms of the Sheikah split, but also more um, focused on two different battles that occurred um, during the Great Calamity, where one saw the end of uh, the Kingdom of Hyrule, if you will, at the Akala Citadel, and the small victory, but very important one, um, met at Hateno, at Fort Hateno, and how some crucial actions on certain characters had an impact on those situations, and interestingly, the Akala Citadel fell, despite how well fortified it was and how many people were probably fighting at the time, and it was just the wrong kind of enemy um, the soldiers were up against, but it's that the common folk kind of won and your really well-trained soldier didn't exactly win. And the guidebooks showcased and fleshed that out in a lot more detail that the game simply cannot do. Um, the Shrines of the Wild, which is a um, another two-parter, was a fun way to look at um, the shrines themselves, which are, there's 120 of them in total, sprinkled across all of Hyrule, um, some are easy for the players to find, as long as you see that notable glow glowing orange light in the distance. Well, there you got it, that's a shrine. Um, and that's right there. But then, uh, there's some shrines that require a bit of searching. Some shrines don't have a puzzle inside. Sometimes you gotta face a tiny little training guardian, basically. Um, and, uh, but it, it challenges the players to either adventure more, to really experience the wild, should they embark on this mission of trying to get all the shrines, which I have done twice now, and I don't regret it, honestly. It's a fun experience. Um, would suggest it for anyone playing this game. Um, then next we had the villain's homeland, Ganon and the Gerudo. Um, well, this was the introduction to who Ganon um, is, um, the Gerudo as a race, how they've been depicted throughout the franchise, some connections to Ocarina of Time, and what this means for theories going forward and further discussions on the Gerudo, which are still in the process of being made, I will say. Um, then next we have a series of extras. Um, quick little in-betweens that I've decided to do, so that way anyone that's listening, hopefully you feel a little bit more informed on everything that we've been talking about thus far. First we have Ocarina of Time, which is the 
that extra is a breakdown of that game's story and principal characters and certain motifs and me just kind of ranting about how it's a great game. Um, then the next one is Skyward Sword, which though is not has not been talked about in quite as much detail as Ocarina of Time, is still very much relevant to whatever has to be said about Breath of the Wild. Because even if I'm, whether it's me or RN, even if we're not explicitly referencing it, at the very least there's always some kind of implicit reference to this game, just because this Skyward Sword is heralded as the beginning of the Zelda-verse, if you will. It's the beginning of the Hyrule that we grow to learn about and love. It's the origin story of everything. Everything starts with Skyward Sword, so it's important that you, I um, use that extra to go over that, and that's what, that's what that functions as. Next, we have game mechanics, which is actually kind of fun. This is a look at what the players are concerned with when controlling Link, some of the common encounters you have as the player, factors you have to include such as climbing, swimming, running, um, drawing your bow in midair, for example, like all these different things that consider the realistic, like, I don't know, the practicalities of f f physical movement. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like, it's like, it's like transposing a bit of reality into playing as Link because you need to like you need to like move and stuff and like shoot shoot stuff and run and stuff and also just climb and stuff like just lots of stuff really um and things like that I know I didn't talk about cooking as much but like that's a thing in this game too like you gotta make your own meals this game is all about self-sufficiency, because trust me, everyone else that is surviving in this game is also all about self-sufficiency. Everyone's just trying to live their best life when everything else sucks. So, yeah, that's that. Then, the next one was my frame-by-frame -frame analysis of the Breath of the Wild 2 teaser. Um, when the sequel was announced, or that there's a sequel in development, in which case I believe we're probably gonna see that by 2021. I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it sooner considering what's happening in the world right now, but um, at the time of this recording, um, uh, hopefully it's out by then, who knows. Also, I don't want that to sound like it's the most important thing on my mind. I'm, I just really love these games. Um, that frame-by-frame -frame analysis breaks down basically a 48-second teaser trailer thing. Um, that's that. Then the next one is encountering monsters and what a monster is in Breath of the Wild, the different kinds you can meet, and all the whole shebang. It's it's really fun. It, it's also mostly just me ranting about how, how I don't like m monsters and I run away from my problems. Classic me. And finally, most recently, another sh shenanigan field episode on the Gerudo, which is basically still in progress, like, there's nothing else to say about that, and, except that it's a continuation on some descriptions on Gerudo customs and things like that, and then there ended up being a whole, like, rant and stuff. You were there for it, probably. Um, listen to it if you haven't. It's fun, question mark? You could probably just end, like, a- anytime I say something is something else like if i say something is funny or entertaining just in like very faint imaginary like font like writing or something in your own mind just imagine putting a question mark to every single phrase like that that i have said because i understand this is a subjective experience i would like to think there is some entertainment in this 
Actually, I really hope there's some entertainment in this. But honestly, I'm having fun with this. This was a breakdown of the episodes I have done thus far. And, well, there's more to come, guys. There's more to come. There's more to come. And um, I'm I'm looking forward to all everything else that I'm probably going to stream out. And I'd just like to thank you all again for putting up with, well, this. Um, and... If, if you made it here, I'm thoroughly impressed and over-enunciating everything. Um, I'll see you next time, folks. And this one's for realsies. I'll see, I'll see you next time, folks.